We haven't been to the podcast or haven't got to the podcast. We're very busy. We got sick. Loads going on. Loads going on. Um, and today we have a very special guest. She just oh did her God. own drum roll. <laughs> yeah, Jillian's, Jillian's back on the podcast. Hi guys. Hi. She did her own drum roll. Don't great. tell anyone that. Jillian said it. It was so nice. Amazing. Right, we're going to cover uh, the rest of Entry Week. Make sure everyone's fired up and excited going into this. So we have tomorrow, Wednesday. This is my favourite benchmark. I love it. Heavy cleaning jerk. <coughs> One RM. Why are we doing this? Let's dive into that first, really quick. Every benchmark week, we need to have some sort of a strength and power and speed test. And clean jerk is a great way to do that. Yeah. We do snatch on the other one. Mm -hmm. So uh, we do two classic lifts. It does cover a lot of bases for us. And if people get somewhat fitter, somewhat stronger, yeah. faster, more coordinated, any of those, they should see an improvement here. Yeah. But if you're doing a bit of all of that, it should culminate in something new. So a uh, great little test. Great test. And who doesn't love lifting heavy things? Oh, I know. AG, whenever you're doing these workouts, mm -hmm. what's your mindset like for you as an athlete going into heavy cleaning jerk day? It's kind of, it's one of these things I've learned this in the last year. If I don't know I'm going to lift the barbell before I walk up to it, it's not coming off the floor. Yeah. So it's like, say, five foot out from it. I'm like, you fucking have this. I'm like, that's your bar, lift it. And if I don't go into it with that, it's kind of hit and miss whether I get it or not. But if I'm like, this is mine, I have it, it's usually coming off the ground. I can always see that in your eyes. Yeah, so it's, it's like a change. something changes, yeah. I'm like, right, like we're ready. The real mean, aggressive Jillian comes in. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here we this go. Is so, something's happening. <laughs> yeah. um, if you're coaching this sort of stuff, what's going through your head in the lead up? Well, it's kind of like giving people that feeling as yeah. much as I can. That's my goal as a coach. So we've been talking about it as a coaching group this week about this word commitment. Yes. Because if we can commit to something, our chances of, of being successful are through the roof. Yeah. And what you're saying there, that five foot away, you're looking at the bar, you're about to step in. If there's a doubt, our commitment level yeah. drops and that's, yeah. that's where we, we lose out, right? So as a coach, I'm trying to think, how can I instill as much commitment as possible? And a lot of that comes down to um, reminding people of all the training they've done all of the little bits they've added to their game over the last few months. You think about every time you deadlift, every time you press, every time you do a burpee, your body's changing into a new thing. Yeah. And I think what happens for people in the lead up to these lifts is we think we're the same thing over time. And we're always changing, we're yeah. never the same. So it's keep reminding people you're a new thing, so therefore you're gonna lift a new weight. So therefore let's go for it. Give yourself permission to try and do something really heavy. Open question to both of you, whoever can answer, whoever wants to answer can. If you're nervous about a heavy day, especially a technical day like this, it's not just deadlift, it's not just squat, it's clean and jerk, there's loads going on. What's your advice to someone who's like, uh, Wednesday maybe I'll take a rest day today and wait till another sweaty day? I'll jump in very quick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, nervous, apprehensive or not that interested like all those things fall into the same category, you might not show up, right? <laughs> yes. uh, I know for me, I'm not gonna come in and do something heavy tomorrow, I'm not in any state to do it. Yeah. But I will come in and enjoy the technicality of the lift. So if you think think about it as a day to come in and practice, the return to play is like practice. Yeah. So just say to the coach, hey, listen, today's not the day to go heavy for me, but I'd love to get better. Yeah. Then you're gonna come away with some value from it and just take the pressure off it. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I was also gonna say, um, I feel like, when it's something that you look at and you naturally shy away from or plan your rest day around that, it usually means that's the exact thing you need to get better at and you should come to. And that's, I had to do that myself. 
for a long time with gymnastic stuff and it over time works. Yeah. I feel like bench park week is perfect to bring that into play. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Deadly. Next workout, Thursday, we have goats and dragons. Do you want to tell the story about a goat and a dragon? Very quickly, I yeah. think people <laughs> generally know what a goat is. Yeah. It's the thing, it's not the thing you're bad at, it's the thing you hate. Yeah. We all have our things are hate, we hate, even if people say that they don't. Uh, so, um, we get to, normally we have a goat day on benchmark yeah. week, a good benchmark week. This, we get to mix it with something that we really love, which is a dragon. Yeah. Something we enjoy training. We don't even have to be good at it. It's just <laughs> something, yeah. something that you're like, oh, no, deadly. You, you do have to be able to do it. Some people <laughs> love things that they're not great at. Yeah, so being able to do some training would be good. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, but I think you think that we're alternating between the goat minute and the dragon minute. The dragon minute should be put a smile on your face and then it should give you enough of energy to go and do the thing you hate yeah. on the other minute. Before we really get into that, what are your goats and dragons to you? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I'm putting you on the spot here, aren't I? I would say goat is a toes to bar. And dragon would be a hang squat snatch. Nice. But I don't know if that's, if I get a workout of that or if I could go heavy enough. Oh, you could, yeah. We'll see. I'll see yeah. at 7.30. <laughs> I'll see you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get a workout. <laughs> what, about you, what about you, James? Well, my goat is either overhead squats or chest bar. Probably chest bar at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Just you do f- hate them. Yeah, they're just a thing for me at the minute. Your um, face tells a thousand stories. Yeah, dragon. dragon. Oh, I don't know. Pick between any variation of any Olympic lift ever. Okay. Mm. Some sort of clean or snatch as well. Yeah. 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 Easy. What are yours? Um, I guess it depends on if if I want to do a terrible uh, goat, like say if it's thrusters or full yeah. squats or something. Then I might I might pick handstands, something complementary or double unders or something to get a bit of a cardio going. Mm. Um, if I pick a different uh, goat, I might go for like a snatch or something, yeah. something that complements it. But yeah, if I'm really honest, I gotta go front squatting or something. So yeah, you hate that front mm. back away, right? Don't you? Oh, it kills me. <laughs> yeah. Here, um, for Goat and Dragon Day, then what's the thing that um, trips people up the most? Because it can seem like a I have to do something I hate and something I love and then people either come in what I've seen and do either not enough work yeah. or they overestimate what they should do and do way too much how do we help people find a, a so, more middle so ground there? give you an example we used to do a dragon day just to make people happy <laughs> so it's like two dragons yes. no, now you do two goats <laughs> yeah so this was this was because people hate a goat day so we're like okay here's dragon day right, right? But what they would do then is pick two movements that they really like, load them up, do loads of reps, and it nearly kills them because yeah. they like them. And they become goats. And they become things that they don't <laughs> like anymore. Yeah. It's It scars them forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the thing to do here is to say, let's make the Dragon Minute like fun, 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 yeah. not yeah. murderous fun. And then you can really go for it on the goat. And then at least you have a bit of recovery, put a smile on your face. Right. So that's the way to do it. Don't overcook the dragon. I did. I actually coached someone. I think I was in Celebrate when we did Goat and Dragon. Um, I just randomly ended up coaching there. I remember it was her goat was wall balls because she couldn't do them. And then the dragon, I can't remember exactly, could have been row or something like that. But by the end of it, we figured her technique out with the wall balls and she was catching it better, throwing it better. She finished it being like, I fucking love wall balls, but that I hate. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. It was just like overcooking the good thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Whenever you're taking class and 
we're doing this and people are thinking because they don't have there's no site reps you, yeah, obviously yeah. how do you help people get there usually whatever i'm like what do you think and then i'm like okay now that's <laughs> <me."> <laughs> um, um, i think a good a good strategy i think you did it in one of your classes before is like i might get them to do 30 seconds of each and count your reps and then whatever say if you get seven or eight you can rely on that when you're in the middle of a workout maybe it might take 40 seconds or a little yeah, bit longer yeah, yeah. but at least you've definitely got some rest built into that so it, it depends on the person as well and like how technical the movement is whether that will be a good strategy or not yeah a lot of it's just good good instinct isn't it, mm. it is. yeah and like you said a lot of people probably overestimate or underestimate how difficult their rep schemes they pick is i just do like 14 burpees yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. maybe six yeah, yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to explain that's 140 right you get that right with other stuff yeah yeah it gets this i think people will start to appreciate the skill of what you do on these days as well because they just pick random numbers and random movements yeah. oh that, that doesn't uh, work it doesn't work yeah 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 anyway let's move on to friday right, there's a mouthful of a workout here as per we always have one long one a week so we have the double under benchmark let's start with that max double unders in two minutes what's the most important thing on here if you had one piece of advice um mine would be if you have a double under you should do double unders because in six months time you might have a set of 30 or 40 or 50 but you're gonna have sold yourself short this time around and even if in the two minutes you get one i think that's a better shout than getting 500 single unders because you can do them in your sleep yeah i think it's great advice yeah mm. for sure i would say the other thing is it's this is an execution challenge right if you can execute the skill of it really well your score will get better and uh, fitness part of fitness and part of performance is being able to execute a skill at speed under yeah. pressure that's what it's all about so frustration is the big thing to be dealing with because how many times have we seen a rope being flung across the gym <laughs> on this one if you get a snag the trick here is to be able to very quickly delete and move forward yeah. delete and move forward mm. and even if there's 20 snags you just do that every time yeah. take a breath keep moving keep moving keep moving because it, this can fall asunder fast yeah. it's staying in the game for the full two minutes is the key yeah that, that's a, a strategy i use it's like if i knew if i didn't plan to break it i'm not allowed to get annoyed in the snag i have to wait until i get to the planned break wherever that was meant to be and then i can go <clears throat> and then start going again so if i i went two minutes unbroken last time yeah was, i remember that so this time good never, amy did as well didn't yeah, you were in same class the heart beat both of us by breaking it up tactically yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. Should be both of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, because you would slow. You would slow. Because she can just go that little bit quicker, teeny tiny. And it was like the break for D was stop, turn around, and go. And she just kept going. It was so impressive. And I was so annoyed that she'd be. <laughs> well, I think that's where the, some of the fun is in this. Yeah. That there is different approaches, and you'd be surprised how many more reps you can get in a sprint pace. Yeah. And I've tested that before, where you sprint, yeah, sprint, sprint. Yeah. Remember, over yeah. thirty seconds, and I had something like six breaks in 30 seconds and mm. still beat my unbroken score so if you can go fast enough it might be worth pushing the boundaries of speed oh i don't know Not for <laughs> we have the next benchmark in this max wall balls in two minutes why are we doing this one it's sort of a, an execution test as yeah, well there's the targeting every time the getting the depth, making sure that you're getting the big set unbroken you're not tripping up by just a bad throw but then there's, there's it's definitely going to hurt a bit more. Fatigue is going to become more of an issue. <laughs> yeah. So we need to have that toughness layered in where we're saying, I need to fill those two minutes. Yeah. 
with as much work as possible. What's your strategy? If you're doing this, this is, yeah, see, I have two trains of thought <coughs> because there's one part of me that I find I'd rather do a set of 10 heavy wall balls than a set of 30 light ones. Mm. Like I, the volume of squats kills me. But then I'm like, I, I think potentially I could get less reps but I'd like to know what my maximum broken set is because yeah. I've never really tested it out. But then I think for a lot of people, breaking it, drop and break, drop, break, drop is probably a better strategy. Yeah. Like quick breaks, but they need to be quick. Mm. So I feel like this is one of those tests that loads of people come away going, you know, 30 seconds later, oh, I should have done more. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, what like what's going on there when you think about it? It's... It was purely about decisions in the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That there could have been, they're saying to themselves, I could have decided not to rest as much. I could have decided to go a bit faster. Mm-hmm. I could have probably taken more pain than I thought in the moment. So if you had your time back, would you go and do it again? Mm-hmm. And this is the sort of test where you say, can I do that first time around? Yeah. So do you think creating some sort of non-negotiables with yourself on this one is a good way to go around it maybe? I think it's, I think it's a great approach. Yeah. Come on, give me one. Well, I was thinking then, I have a, an addiction to <coughs> breaking things up whenever I start breaking them up. Like once I break once, I'm like, oh, that felt great. I'll do it again and again. And sometimes the sets get really, really, really small because I get addicted to the breaking. So my non-negotiable for that might be 10, two second count, one, two, another 10. And just never any more than two seconds, one, two, 10. And I know I can do 10 wobbles. But then another strategy, probably a better one for me would be how deep can I go on it? Mm. It's like, can you do? Yeah. Can I do one more wall ball? Can I do one more wall yeah. ball? Can I do one more wall that, ball? That's, I think, for, for instance, that's one way to go. Yeah. Can I keep the set bigger? Yeah. Because I really want to break it up all the time. So can I add a, a rep? For me, I think I know I shouldn't do big sets. I should do small sets. Yeah. So it's like saying I definitely know I'm going to do that. Now it's the rest periods for me that I have to have a non-negotiable about, and it is about yeah. keeping a, a, a limit on that and just forcing myself, no matter how bad it gets. I gotta start my next set. Yeah. There's lots of thinking going on for that one, mm-hmm. isn't there? Cool. Last bit on this one. You the, just can't regret it. That's the thing. Yeah. It's two minutes later. You gotta go. I can't regret it. So I gotta go as bad as I can make it. As bad. <laughs> there you go. We should just pause there, should we? Last one. Seven minute AMRAP. This is a real mean workout. Ten dumbbell squats. That's two dumbbells. It is on the shoulders. Ten pull ups. Twenty dumbbell squats. Twenty pull ups. 30 dumbbell squats, 30 pull-ups. You have seven minutes to do as many rounds and reps as possible. What's a, what's the outcome, or what's the desired outcome of this one? <laughs> this is like a, just a really long version of the wall ball test. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, the rest periods are gonna get a little longer, yeah. the sets might get a little smaller, but that's... So it's another commitment test, essentially. Mm. Like, we call it a sprint chipper, right? Mm. Which means that we're chipping away at big numbers, but it's seven minutes. It's not twenty. Yeah. So, yeah. so we have to keep the rest periods mm-hmm. short. We have to keep moving. Much harder. Much harder. Yeah, I think people have a tendency with a workout like that to because it's pull ups and technical to overpace it to be like, oh, I need to hold on to my grip. But mm-hmm. like seven minutes will be gone in no time, and then you're in the stage where it's like, oh, shit, I could have done more. Yeah. If I didn't slow down, it's like. I think for me, because I can't rely on my gymnastics as much, I would have to go into that being like, I wonder what would happen if I just went for it. Like, I could crash and burn, we'll see. But it's yeah. like, 
kind of I think I need to be in that mindset going into that workout yeah that's that's a great way that's a great way of looking at it because mm. at the end of the day it comes back to trusting that you've done the training mm. your body's conditioned for this you're able to do more now than you were last time around yeah. when it gets those moments of uh, when the legs are burning the heart's up it's like yeah but I can probably do more I can probably take it and today is not the day to just say well I'll break it and just so I can keep going today is the day mm. to go okay I have to stay with this yeah. um, because it means something yeah I think on a workout like this whenever especially the 30 pull-ups I remember doing this and what I see a lot when I coach is whenever people have an idea I'm gonna do five the whole way and then whenever they do a set of four there becomes it turns into this huge big long break rather than just well get up and do like one and another one and another one and I'm nearly sure for that set of 30 I got to the 20 in it doing fives and then I did 10 singles but I did 10 singles without ever leaving under the bar and it just got me through the 30 yeah. it's almost like this voice in your head going come on come on yeah. come on yeah. come on it's that urgency like, urgency like having a coach on your shoulder the whole time yeah, yeah. that's what you need just get yeah. the next one get the next one it is that urgency is the key to it yeah. any final words for uh, benchmark week you know it's our check-in it's yeah. four mm-hmm. times a year we've done so much hard work it's almost Christmas yeah. so when you think about next summer we're going to do this week again yeah. you want as many most up-to-date scores as possible so whatever you can do to get yourself in here and lay down a marker the better plus it's your chance to perform under pressure see what you got just don't don't like next week you get back to improving yeah. this week is about laying down the marker Thanks for joining us, G. Thanks, James. It was great to have you. Thank you.